Awesome. Fantastic. So welcome everyone. Week three of Naturally Healthy Club for September 2023 group. And I wanted to start this one with a quote from Gretchen Rubin, who um, great author. And she says, what we do every day matters more than what we do once in a while. And this is particularly true for our relationship with food. Like the day-to-day, like what we're doing in terms of, you know, being intentional, listening to our bodies, like it's way more important than the, you know, occasional big celebration, big overeating session. Okay. So we're going to start with our naturally healthy club philosophy. So remember I am, am, or I'm becoming naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes. I weigh XXX and it's okay. I accept myself with curiosity, which is what we're going to be talking about today, weighing ourselves with curiosity and acceptance. How do I want this to go? My favorite question for before I interact with food in any or alcohol in any way, like just to bring that intentional brain. We're going to talk more about that next week. Overeating and stuffing myself is never worth it. Even just one more bite is not worth it. There will be plenty of amazing food in my future. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites, which we discovered last week. (laughs) It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods. I am so lucky. I want you to think about that for a second. Like, just think about like how lucky we are to be here. Like, there's no pandemic anymore. (laughs) I'm going to traveling this week, this week, crazy. Um, I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay. And then, so our naturally healthy club process, remember there's four parts to it, four parts to it. And the way we remember it is light. So L-I-T-E. So L for listening to our tummies, I for making intentional choices, T for tracking and E for enjoyment. And so last week we started with, so we're implementing this in the reverse order. So we're implementing first with enjoyment, which is what we started with last week. And the thought that goes along with that is that there's no rush. And then there's two habits that go along with the enjoyment piece. First is like just putting our cutlery down in between bites so that we're slowing ourselves down so that we get an opportunity to enjoy the food. And as we um, experienced last week in our tasting exercise like it has a huge this the speed at which we eat has a huge impact on how much pleasure we're actually getting from our food so that is really key and pleasure of course is also a key part of satiety so it's all part of the my evil plan <laughs> um so yeah number one habit for enjoyment is just to put our cutlery down and then the second part the second habit that we have for enjoyment is what we spoke about last week is planning anticipation, right? So planning treats or planning to eat things that are good. And it's interesting, like this has come up before in the group where like people freak out about, oh my God, planning treats. Oh my God, I, you know, like, and it's this big deal. So I was actually thinking about that over the last couple of days. And I'm going to change it to rather than planning a treat, planning something delicious. So it doesn't matter what the deliciousness is, then as like anticipating something delicious and so you get to choose what what your delicious thing is every day and it can be a big bowl of broccoli it can be cheese it can be a hamburger it doesn't matter what it is but as long as it's something delicious and I think like I know I I understand that language is important and particularly with food like that um you know that whole treat thing that does play into the that there are good foods and bad, like bad foods kind of things. So I actually think this is going to be more helpful for all of us if we start thinking about it in terms of anticipating something delicious. Because, and the reason for the end that we want to plan things ahead and anticipate is that we get the pleasure from anticipating. And also because the more we feel like we are, the food that we are eating, that we love and that we're enjoying it, 
then the less likely we are to want to overeat because we that again that helps with our psychological satisfaction it helps with to turn off our psychological hunger because we're like oh well, i'm i love the food that i'm eating like then it's completely not a problem to keep eating that way so um that those two pieces cutlery down those two habits cutlery down for slowing us down and anticipating something delicious all play into helping us enjoy our foods okay but let's um so yeah bit of a bit of intro there just a and so then with the rest of our process today we're going to be talking about tracking and then next week we're going to be talking about making intentional choices and just a reminder for everyone we are going really slow with this so if you feel like I don't know how this is going to work like I don't know like just that you're exactly where you need to be like right <laughs> because of course you don't know because you have we haven't implemented everything yet but just know like we've got a roadmap you're not on your own like we are doing this together and there is structure here it's not a free-for-all um and we're just taking it really slowly so don't when your brain wants to rush forward to like figuring out how this is all going to work and having it all solved for you just just remind yourself, no, there's no rush and just focus on the task at hand. So the task at hand is building this habit of putting our cutlery down and building the habit of anticipating something delicious. And um, today we're going to talk about adding in our next habit, which is going to be weighing, tracking and weighing ourselves every day. So that's a bit of a in long intro today. Um, so our plan for day, today is I've just got a little bit of news and then we're going to do a quick recap from last week. And then I want to check in with you guys and I want to hear your tiny wins or, or lessons or ouchies if you've um, had something that, or if you're struggling with anything, um, we'll, I'll check in with you guys. And then we'll talk about this idea of, of weighing with cross, weighing with curiosity. So that is our plan. And then we'll open up for coaching. So in terms of news, um, post of the only news is that we've got post of the week prize this week, which goes to Melissa, and she, which I love because she'd posted in the coaching section and she said, struggling with the idea of treats and snacks. Hi, Jules. I'm struggling with the idea of having a treat and a snack and a snack every day. Um, okay. So first of all, I didn't, Anywhere in this did I say that you have to snack or that you have to like that you have to do it every day. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's not that I'm totally against the idea. It's more that I haven't had them in so long and I'm finding I don't really want them or more like I think I won't feel good if I have them. I do like squares of dark chocolate, but when I think about planning them out, I think that won't feel good to after to eat after I've had a full meal or I don't want to eat it after dinner because the caffeine in it will keep me up. I'm very sensitive to it. I try not to snack because I've got it in my head that it's not good to get my, um, my digesting system working between meals. I picked up some um, Ayurvedic, you know, Ayurvedic, Ayurvedic, that's it, ways of eating some years ago, and this is one of them. I made myself a, hot chocolate, a cup of hot chocolate this week as a treat one day and had it about an hour after breakfast. It tasted good, but it didn't sit well in my stomach. I've been allowing myself to buy special vegan cheeses and other tasty things lately to incorporate into my meals thanks to joyful cooking. And though and those feel somewhat like a treat. Maybe that counts. May and but maybe I'm also missing out on the point of this lesson. I do want to experience the pleasure of planning and enjoying food and I can see the value in this approach, but I'm getting hung up on whether or not I should incorporate my snack treats into my meals or if I should give up my ways and have snacks and desserts instead. Am I being too rigid? So I love that Melissa was like struggling with this and then she like was really clear, like writing out exactly what's going on. Actually, is Melissa on the call today? Let's just check in. Um, oh, no, I think she comes to the late call. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no, it's the other Melissa. <laughs> yeah, we've got you've got two Melissas in the group. So <laughs> this I've put Mal, uh, this says Melissa's iPad, but I've been You're referring Mel, to myself as Mal. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm, cool, I'm Mel. <laughs> Just checking. Um, yeah, so I, like, let's talk about. I'll, I'll talk. I want to talk about this anyway because I think it's important for um, for everyone because it's like it, this, the treats and treats idea does come up. So first of all. Like with, uh, I guess, let's talk, look at like this idea of like, I shouldn't snack between meals. So that's like, that's really like something that each of us need to figure out, like what suits us for our, um, 
like our daily rhythm of eating. And we'll talk about this more when we talk about making intentional choices of, of having like some sort of meal schedule. So I think like for Melissa, this, if you are in the habit of not snacking in between meals and that feels good to you, then I would keep doing that. Like I wouldn't start thinking I have to add in snacks. Um, but if like, so really like there's no right or wrong with any of this. It's what, what, what suits your life and what suits your body. So it sounds like though that not snacking between meals does suit you, Melissa. So if that's the case, then like, cause when you said you had that hot, hot chocolate, it didn't sit well in your stomach. Like, so I, I just keep going with that. Like that's you, you, whatever your meal schedule is at the moment, keep going with that. And it's not being too rigid. Like it, like the, 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 the you just want to check in with what feels good to you. And if that feels, if your current meal schedule feels good and you like, you like it and it's not a struggle and it's not like you're like, Oh, I have to hang on to dinner. Like, it, it then like I would keep doing that so like you can just let yourself hop the hook and I think the more you do this of like just checking in with your own wisdom like checking in with like oh actually does this feel good to me do I like this do, is this how I want to be be in the world then the more you'll have that like that trust and that um yeah like that yeah like that trust in yourself to trust your own own instincts so if you think that feels good to you, then I would keep doing that. But if you're someone, so for the rest of you that are listening, if you're someone who currently does snack, have snacks, and that feels good to you, then keep doing, keep having snacks, right? So I have like my meal schedule is like I have, um, I don't have breakfast, and I just have lunch about one, two sometimes, and then I have an afternoon snack, and then I have dinner, and that schedule, like I've kind of played around with it, and that. Um, that meal rhythm works really well for me the thing with snacks there's snacks can be really helpful and you know, they like depending on your life great there's nothing wrong with snacking but what we want to avoid is like unintentional snacking where it's just randomly walking past grabbing like the kitchen or grabbing a handful of nuts grabbing a handful of chocolate grabbing a handful of whatever like and not really enjoying it so if you are going to include snacks in your life, what we want to do is be intentional with it. So like my snack, my afternoon snack, I like my seeds and yogurt, I, I serve it into a little jar and then I like sit down with a cup of tea and eat it intentionally. So, um, and so it could even be like, if you're having like a snack before dinner that you actually serve it out, sit down and eat it intentionally, enjoy it and give it your full focus and then go back to whatever you're doing. So that, I wanted to talk about that, that this this idea that snacks are bad and it, it, then unintentional snacks are not very helpful, but 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 having snacks that are intentional can, like depending on your life, can be really helpful. So that's the one thing. And then in terms of this idea of treats, I think, Melissa, I'm curious, I, I, and I think for all of us, if we start thinking of it as planning, uh, anticipating something delicious, then what you're doing with buying a special vegan cheese or incorporating something, um, you know, a, a really nice, like making yourself a really nice meal and anticipating that, perfect. Like that's that's amazing. But like if you, and so like I would just keep doing that, but also think about like are there things that you haven't allowed yourself to have um, in the past, like in recent times that you really miss and that you really would like to have on occasion. So maybe like that hot chocolate, maybe you do would like to have hot chocolates every now and again. And so, so just like, as you come across food, as you think of things, like, just think about, Oh, would, do I want this in my life? And if I do, yeah. Like how, like, you know, is how, what would make sense for me to like, when, when would be a good time for me to fit this in? Just knowing that like, you'll figure it out and that if you haven't been giving yourself that permission to have a lot of, of food that you do really like, then, you know, it might feel a bit uncomfortable, but just, you know, it's a trial and error thing. And just the more you, um, the more you experiment and play around with it, then the more you'll find that rhythm. But it's, it's really the, like you're not being too rigid by like if you don't feel like eating like french fries like I didn't I hardly ever have them like I don't ever crave them I, like they're just not something that I really like so it's not uh, me not eating french fries isn't being restrictive or too rigid like that's just like not what I want <laughs> so that's completely fine so it just 
and you're not missing out on anything because I there's plenty of things that I love that I anticipate and that I plan and I get that pleasure. So I'm never feeling deprived. I think the thing to check in with all of this is am I enjoying what I'm eating? And if that's yes, great, I'm doing it right. Or And um, is there anything that I feel like I'm missing out on? And if you feel like, no, I'm not missing out on anything, then again, tick, you're doing well. You're exactly where you need to be. The only, So if the answer to those questions is, oh, hang on, I'm not really enjoying what I'm eating, then that's a sign to change. And Or I'm, I am feeling like I'm missing out on something, I'm feeling a little bit deprived, then that's, again, a sign to, oh, yeah, okay, well, maybe I need to, what is it that I'm missing out on and how can I incorporate that and plan that into my life? Um, so hope that that's helpful for everyone um does anyone have any like a thoughts or um yeah like questions around this this treat thing i know marisa you posted in jill judith maybe actually this might be a good time to kind of to coach on on that um yeah i I can't pinpoint exactly what the problem is i guess <laughs> it's just that and that's okay that's okay um been so like restrictive in the past and had like plans where you know I've been told exactly what to eat how much to eat when to eat how to eat how to exercise how to do this and it just seems like you know everything is up to me now and I guess I'm just like ooh, what do I do <laughs> um so I'm probably doing fine you know, I, I worry about the scale because I keep losing and gaining the same 1.2 or 1.4 pounds. And I don't understand it because like, I didn't eat dinner last night. I had like an apple with some Nutella and I gained a pound and a half. I'm like, how does that happen <laughs> when you, you like, okay, so it, yeah. Yeah, missed a meal I'm like I didn't eat but you, but you didn't miss a meal you had, you, had a, you had an apple and a, a Nutella <laughs> right but but what I'm saying is like I didn't have you could have had a you, meal you that I would have had, yeah, had yeah on top yeah. of that yeah. so okay and I and I just know that I didn't eat what what's a pound is worth like 3,500 calories right okay. so let's stop thinking okay so let first first so, thing yeah like a pound like a, a calorie that we eat and the weight like keep them separate marisa because it's going to like it's like it's already confusing right and it doesn't feel fair and it's like so like i think they should be completely separate units of measurement like we shouldn't even be equating them because what you what goes into your mouth isn't necessarily what's going into your cells like because it's like got to get through your digestive system so that's a big factor that plays into it so um so yeah like thinking about it in those terms of oh, i only had an apple for dinner i should be like what's going on that's like it feels really frustrating and feels like it's not in your control right yeah yeah so I know like you probably had a lot of experience of calculating calories, but we want to like, like just, just like ditch it. <laughs> ditch it. Yeah. Like, and when ditch your brain, brain starts doing math, calorie math, just go like, this isn't helpful because it isn't, it isn't linear like that because what you put in your mouth, like isn't necessarily what's getting absorbed into your body. Like that depends on your uh, digestive system. So if you, if you're like, if you've got diarrhea and it's it's just going straight through you, like your body doesn't have time to absorb many of the nutrients. So you think you've eaten something, but actually, in fact, that what's actually gone, like your body, that what your body's able to use is different, isn't mm -hmm. the same. Or and by conversely, if like you know, if you're constipated, then you're you're like absorb because of the food's in your digestive system for such a long time, you're absorbing so much more. So, um, so that's like a like. So even though you would have thought, oh, I've, I've eaten excess calories, what your body's extracted from that maybe would be more than than, yeah. than that, if that makes sense. So, and it just, it's a mind, like it messes with your mind. Like it's just, yeah. Yeah. So it just, it's just not, not helpful. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That my mind has been messed up from. Yeah, <laughs> and that's okay. Years. Yeah. That's, and that's okay. That's okay. Like, and so. And also, like, just so let's set that expectation that, okay, this is, like, this is a big knot that we're unraveling, right? <laughs> and yeah. so 
we're, we're not going to necessarily like just pull one string and the whole thing is going to all magically be this flat, <laughs> beautiful piece. That never of, happens. <laughs> of, yeah, like there's going to be bits where we pull it and then it feels like it's getting a bit tighter, which is where you're at now. But then yeah. when we keep unraveling that tightness, that's going to, so there'll be, and it won't be linear in how, like how, how the shifts happen. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel like th- that, that could be first piece, like another piece to work on is just when your brain starts thinking in terms of calories to like, what, let it go. Just let it go. That's yeah. good. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to learn how to f- let other things go in my life. So that's, that's a good phrase right there. Let it go. <laughs> let, the, let the calorie, calorie map go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That's the first thing. But then also like, so let's, this is, um, we're kind of jumping in here, but this is actually a good example because, and the more specific we can get with this, the better, I think it's the help, more helpful is for everyone to understand. So for your weight to be fluctuating like by one pound, one point, whatever pounds, like all the time, that's part of normal fluctuation. Mine does that too. Like that's just part of the, um, cause there's so many factors that influence like that number mm-hmm. every day. So like that's right. If your weight's like hovering in this range of like plus or minus 1.2 pounds 1.4 pounds that's that's what state that's what stable weight looks like so so it's okay. like nothing nothing's gone wrong there and it's a and our goal at the moment is to like is to find this place where we're keeping our weight stable okay so but you can see like you're thinking oh yeah okay it's it's meant to this is okay I'm, my weight's stable i'm meant to it's meant to fluctuate like this see how that feels like much more calm it's like okay I can do this (laughs) yeah yeah right that's it so that's that's that piece and then the the rules the oh my goodness how am I going to figure this out I don't know what like no one's telling me (laughs) (laughs) no what would feel good for you Marisa in terms of like like so it sounds like you you you're you're wanting some more guidance right now in terms of what to eat or what do you um, think would feel helpful for you? I guess, I I don't know. Like, I, I want to be able to do it on my own. Yeah. But I just, I, I guess I just have to wait and see. I think I should just give it more time and not freak out. Like, it's only, what, week three? Yeah. So yeah I'm, I'm just gonna let go i'll try to let go of the the math in my head about the calories and stuff and just i mean you said that the weight fluctuation is normal so let me just see what happens you know <laughs> and if i continue to freak out i'll reach out <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool so maybe the thought because at the moment the thought i think the thought that's making you freak out and we haven't actually um, I was going to talk about this next week around how like the thoughts that we have about any situation determine how we feel about it. So if you're you're freaking out, like you're feeling like you're freaking out, there's a thought there that's causing you to freak out. And it's probably like, I don't know how to do this or something along those lines. Like I've never done this before. This is really radical. Yeah. And that's causing you mm-hmm. to freak out and feel like out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, like or just, said, is there something it's else? Always been, I've always been like on something that's really structured, you know, like Weight Watchers where they like hold your hand and teach you, you know, this is what you're supposed to do. And so I just feel like, and I, I like the freedom, but I just feel like maybe I'm not doing it right because uh-huh. I'm not seeing progress, I guess. Okay. So the thought that's making you freak out is I'm not doing it right. I'm not seeing progress. Yeah. And so when Probably. you, yeah, when you're thinking that, like, it, of course, like it feels, oh my God, I'm not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But okay. I could be, you know, because I, I don't know. It's, it, we just haven't gotten that far yet. We yeah. haven't put all the pieces together yet. I'm not giving myself the chance to really wait and see what what's happening so I I just I guess I'm one of those 
those people that just want to get it get to the the meat and potatoes of it all and let's get going but i i'm i'm willing to let it happen the way it needs to happen amazing and so see when you say i'm willing to let this happen the way it needs to happen how does that like how does that make you feel i just feel a little more relaxed yeah 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 let it happen let it let let the calories go and let my (laughs) let this change happen let this let this evolution happen yeah do you need to (laughs) no my my pug is being mischievous (laughs) (laughs) they always know don't they (laughs) yeah sorry (laughs) that's totally cool um yeah cool so and so I'm not doing it right I'm not making progress so let's so I think that's let's redefine what progress looks like how would that feel um the moment so we've just we've just decided that that this weight fluctuating is like that's and keeping your weight that's keeping your weight stable so that that's exactly where you need to be so that's actually progress okay and then the only other thing we're meant to be doing is posting a win in the group, which you did. So that's progress. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also putting your cutlery down. And remember like last week you had that like time when you went out with your. Yeah. The, the aha and, moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that you could do that. Like you put your cutlery down, you listened yeah. to and you were able to leave food that didn't taste very good. Yeah. So I'm still, and I'm still doing that. It's, I felt like I wasn't as good at it. Hey, Quinn, come here. I love the um, name Quinn. I wasn't as good at it this week because I was like preoccupied with other things. And I really need to like focus on eating when I'm eating. Yeah. And I'm not always doing that. And I, I think that that's my problem all the time. I'm so busy doing other things that I, and I always just like put it off when stop so i really need to focus on food when i put food in front of me that's got to be like priority so that i can like enjoy it because it i i know from that test that we did that taste test that it really does make a difference when you're like thinking about it and you're using your all of your senses that it really makes a difference in taste and you might as well enjoy it if you're eating, right? <laughs> That's like, you know, half of it there. You need it for fuel. But if if you don't enjoy it, then why like eat it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So exactly. I really need to like focus on I'm eating. Let me take the time to eat and enjoy it. And, you know, I, I'm trying, but it, and I just need to really focus on that. I, I need to put like a a sticker in front of the places where I eat and just like stop and pay attention or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah <laughs> something yeah. ridiculous. Just, but <laughs> So you just want to link it. So whenever like whenever you like, so this is the work at the moment marisa and so this is exactly where 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 you should be at the moment is like building this skill of putting your cutlery down because that's what that's like so it's just like whenever you notice you're eating and then like you go oh i'm eating and if you are distracted and you're doing other stuff you just bring yourself back to it i have been using my chopsticks a lot more too oh you're amazing (laughs) this one aren't they (laughs) i i bought a bunch of them because i feel like it's difficult i'm getting better at it which is not good because <laughs> and i'll probably be eating faster again but um i i think it's it's just good to be able to it's not just chinese food that i'm eating chopsticks with so um it's it's kind of cool yeah. um somebody else had said to eat with their left hand too or like if you're right-handed eat with your other hand quinn stop fascinated with the box (laughs) (laughs) yeah well those boxes can be really fascinating i understand (laughs) um so yeah i haven't tried the left hand i think that might work too just because it's so awkward (laughs) but um 
yeah i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna let it just happen i think that yeah. over, over like I, I worry about everything so i'm right. just a worry wart i think okay. i just jumped the gun yeah like, perfect uh, perfect so it's not a problem to worry about it like of course you are like and of course like you're feeling oh my god there's no rule what what's going on like <laughs> <laughs> Like, of course, that's going to be how you feel in the beginning, but just, it's like, that's okay. I can, I can, I can do this and just stay focused. And also like when your brain's worrying, like, because worrying comes from thinking about like the big picture. So we just want to narrow you when your brain go, okay, of course you're worried brain, but let's just focus on my job at the moment. And my job at the moment is to slow down my eating and really enjoy this food. And the thing is like, Marisa, that's enough, like to start losing weight right with you when we do that 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 this is that's like such good so good to like and thank you for like coming on and being coached about this like it's really really helpful and so it'll be helpful for a lot of other people because it's it's a good foundation yes yeah i gotta master that (laughs) yeah let's master this foundation first yeah and Mm -hmm. that you want to do that because you're going to enjoy the food so much more so that's the first piece and then while we while we're talking let's like let's like look at um the weight thing from yesterday so you said that like so you had an apple with nutella for dinner and mm-hmm. like but what else happened like throughout the day that um i had a hamburger with some french fries for lunch and breakfast was uh some eggs with uh, potatoes and I actually didn't finish the potatoes I pulled them out and I fed them to Quinn the pug. <laughs> <laughs> and she really enjoyed them <laughs> yeah amazing. amazing um and that's all I ate um I was busy this whole weekend um working on my vintage fountain pens doing things with that I had to go to a pen show and then I was teaching somebody how to fix pens so I was out and about so I was just kind of busy and I was when I was teaching um I was offered donuts and cookies and coffee and the only thing I took was a coffee and I was really proud of myself just for not like eating because I was like I don't need donuts and I don't need cookies so I was just proud that I didn't like mindlessly eat empty calories you know yeah amazing yeah um but like like you said I you know now that I'm thinking about it like I I drink a lot of water for my kidney disease and that water weight that could be water weight just because my kidneys don't work that great so maybe I'm retaining fluid sometimes so that could be it too that could be it too and maybe like yeah like like maybe like for that day like that was like that was that was more than you needed like so yeah and that's and that's okay like even though you had a small dinner like like and that's okay like you're gonna like and like the more you get curious about it the more you'll understand yeah it'll happen it'll happen I've, yeah i've lost a lot of weight before i i was almost 400 pounds at one point and i lost 150 pounds um on weight watchers and through diet and exercise people used to ask me if I got gastric bypass and I was I'd get aggravated because I was no I did a lot of work hard Uh work to lose that weight but you know things happen and you gain weight back and it just you know it's it's a daily struggle it's been a daily struggle every day daily struggle that's (laughs) a little redundant on that but uh it, it just I don't know. It's just difficult though, because it's uh, disappointing when it comes back and then it doesn't leave again. <laughs> Sometimes it's been easy and it, and the weight just comes off. And I, I think um, 
Yeah, it can, I've been it going, can, it can be easy. Stressful it can, it can be easy, Marisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. I've been going through a lot of stress lately, like um, emotional things. And um, I, I think that that's where like I get blocked up, like where it doesn't seem to budge. And I, I don't know if like if it's just an emotional thing or if it's just I have no idea I don't know how that can how I can break free from it but it it does bother me because it's like how do I get past this point where it just doesn't want to budge (laughs) yeah right and so that's what we want to want to switch you into feeling like you have agency over it rather than it being like this uncontrollable thing that you can't get to move we yeah like we want to get you to a point where you actually feel like you have you have agency over over that and the way we're going to do it is really slowly marisa right yeah thank you how does that feel no it feels good no um i appreciate taking the time to kind of sort it out it's i i need to just slow down and let it happen and also like that that those the expectation so stop telling yourself it's not working i'm like i'm not doing it right i'm not making yeah. progress like the expectation at the moment yeah, i am doing it right and i am making progress, progress. yeah yeah there we go yeah <laughs> yeah amazing great marisa yeah well, keep me posted yeah all right that was Thank so you. good okay um, just want to check in with the chat. Um, so Anit, Daisy, you'd said I like changing the wording to something delicious. Yes, there we go. So let's let's do that, <laughs> Daisy. Yeah, so we're going to anticipate something delicious every day. Um, Anitra said still juggling the concept of intentional and mindset, which is healthy versus restrictive. Everyone has food rules, but we want to make good habits rather than um, you you will do this to make good habits. Um, yeah, so this is like the food rules thing. Like we'll just we'll unravel that as we go, Anitra. <laughs> but if there's something specific that comes up, is there something specific in mind that you're struggling with at the moment? Oh, we'll just un- unmute. I guess I guess what I'm struggling with is how to stay intentional. I really, I, you can this stop the mindless eating and to make a habit of checking into the circle and thinking about my food rather than just remembering this every second day. Right, right. Because it's a, it's a mindset and a habit-forming thing, and I get that, and... I did have an epiphany a few years ago that people, everyone has food rules, but they're not rules. They're a mindset. And that's why some people don't struggle and others don't. And I'm just, and I, and I like the layering of what you're doing, what we are doing, sorry, of, you know, putting the cutlery down and just having one thing to focus on, but I'm still, Wanting to skip ahead, Anitra. <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> Which is totally normal, yeah? The next week we're going to be talking about making intentional choices. Yeah. So how would you feel about this week? We're just going to focus on putting the cutlery down and that's enough for now. Yeah, I think, I think yes, just tiny steps and... And it's okay for it to be slow. And, and just checking in a bit more to the circle, I think, for a bit yeah, more. Yeah, great, inspiring. great. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, and like, it's, I know um, some people in the past, they've like had a habit of like when they, after like, um, if they're like, you know, just every day checking into circle, like uh, someone, um, she was like, she had this habit stack of, she would have her coffee, morning coffee, she would do her wordle and then check into circle. So if you've got something like that, that you can like something that you do every day or every couple of days and link it to another habit, like that's a good way to, to, it in yeah 
how does that feel like just you're in the right place you're just focusing on putting that calorie down and that's enough for now yep amazing yep now that sounds great thank you okay cool okay so let's um just that was excellent coaching um thank you jill for posting that in the chat um so we'll just do a super quick recap of last week and then we'll talk about weighing ourselves every day and then um, we'll open up for more coaching. So last week we just, um, our theme was a maximize the pleasure of food and basically just this idea of how, like being a naturally healthy person, tuning into the pleasure and enjoying our food is a huge part of this. So the E for enjoyment is a cornerstone of our process. And the, we, why we want to do this is because it's fun, but also um, it's like, you know, it's a really beautiful part of life, um, but it also, it helps us handle stress and it also is a key part of satiety. And we did that exercise where we tasted two pieces of food, one where we ate with distractions really fast and the other where we like really ate it as if we were an alien in a new body and slowed it right down and went like really deep into it. And of course, as Marisa remembered, completely different experience. So what we want to be doing in our daily life is more of that, more of that really curious diving into our food and really like letting ourselves experience it when we're eating it rather than be eating with distractions. And then we talk about uh, we talked about like how to maximize pleasure and basically just this idea of there, there were four steps of giving ourselves permission, enjoying the anticipation, so looking forward to whatever it is that we're eating, slowing down and focusing on the food, and then the fourth part step was for coaching yourself when you want more because of course there like particularly if you're like if you're having a bowl of ice cream or something like indulgent like often you get to the end of it and then you want more right and um so then like the skill is to just coach yourself to remind yourself actually you know i can have this again later or i can have it tomorrow or whatever that is that thought is for you but so that you're not overeating um and so that was our lesson last week i'm just really mindful of time so and the key habit that we're focusing focusing on is the two, those two key habits that we're focusing on are putting our cutlery down because that's a really good concrete habit to so that if there's food in my mouth, cutlery goes down on the table so that that helps us slow down. And then the other thing, the other habit is this idea of, of planning something, deli- anticipating something delicious every day. So thinking through your day and think, think, asking yourself, like, what am I going to have that's going to be really yummy today? And that's all we're doing. That's all we've been doing up to now. So then this week, what we're adding in is weighing with curiosity. And so, um, so let's, let's talk about that now. And so why, so tracking, so this is the T, T part of our process. So tracking and for that, for that, that, what that looks like is weighing ourselves every day. And why this is important, like why I include this as part of the process and why I have do this myself as a naturally healthy person is there's a, there's a heap of reasons, but one of them is that it helps us actually stop equating our self-worth with our weight. So it actually can, it's an opportunity to separate out our self-worth from our weight and for us to actually see our weight as just data. It's just information. It's not actually a reflection of ourselves of how good we are as a person and the other reason I think weighing ourselves every day is is an opportunity it's an opportunity to like be kind to ourselves and to be um and to actually have a good relationship with ourselves and to accept ourselves where we're at and um the other reason I like the other reason why I really encourage us to like why I think it's important to weigh ourselves every day is that it helps us measure our progress, which is really important for motivation because we change best when we feel good. So if you're waiting for like to like, if you're not weighing yourself and you're just going by how your clothes fit, then like that there's a, that takes, it can take a, a lot longer for you to feel those changes in your clothes and so you can feel like you're not making progress when in actual fact you are. Whereas if you're weighing yourself every day, every day, you get that data. So you have more information to go on. Um, and 
there's this idea in business, but it also applies in like to, to weighing ourselves as well. Like what gets measured gets improved. So if we're not measuring, we have no idea what our weight is. It's really hard for us to, to, to make improvements on it because we don't have that immediate feedback. And, and the other reason I think it's really important to weigh ourselves every day is because then we can learn, um, you know, what works for us and what doesn't work for us. And so then we can start to get that sense of control because at the end of the day, we actually do have agency over the number on the scale. And if the main, and like for many of you, like that will feel like, no, no way, Jules, I, I don't, but, but, and yes, it's true. Like there's these little daily fluctuations that like that a lot of inputs go into. So we don't like that can feel a bit random at times, but you know that that overall trend of whether it's you know stable up or down, you do have control of that. And what you put in your mouth directly influences that. So, so what we, what I, what my hope, like, well, no, what my, what, what we will be doing together is helping you learn to see that you have agency over this number and that the number doesn't reflect anything about you as a person but it's like this this just it's a piece of data and that you can um that you have influence over that you can can actually control um so if you're feeling like oh my goodness Jules there's no way I can control it like just know that with time um you you'll you'll learn and the constant feedback I get from people in the group is that daily weighing makes a massive difference. And there's so many people that started the group feeling like, like, oh my goodness, I would never weigh myself daily to being like people who like I've had, there was someone in the last group who went on a cruise and she like bought travel scales and went like took her travel scales on the cruise because she, she like, she felt that that was adding value to her and that she really liked to have the data. So um, just know that wherever you're at with your relationship with this scale, it's possible to change. So why do we want to do it every day? And again, it's like what gets measured gets improved. There's no surprises it, and it gives us this more immediate feedback. And it's, I think with weighing yourself, if you are, uh, if you either, it's either you do it every day so that you get enough data points for it to be meaningful or don't weigh yourself at all. Um, like I feel incredibly strongly about this because of these little like fluctuations. If you like say weigh yourself once a week, um, if you're, you can have like one week, it'll be fluctuating up. And like, so it just, it doesn't give you enough data for it to be meaningful because you get, because like you've got that noise of the daily fluctuations. Weighing every day is the only way for it to be helpful. Um, and so, yeah, it, like if you're thinking, I'll just, I'll just do it once a week, just don't weigh yourself at all. Like you're better off to skip the tracking part for now um, than, than weigh yourself and like get that data that isn't like have the data not be meaningful. And um, the other reason we're weighing daily is like that there's the research shows that people who weigh daily are less likely to be overweight. And there's actually a national weight loss registry um, and that's for people who've lost at least 30 pounds and kept it off for a year. And, um, and most of those people weigh themselves. Like when they look at their habits, most of those people weigh themselves. And one of the things that comes up for people around this idea of weighing yourself every day is like, but what if I don't want to obsess about my weight? And the thing is that fearing and avoiding the scale doesn't make you any less of a slave to it. Um, so if you want to stop obsessing, like you want like stepping on the scale every day without feeling shame or pride is a really powerful way to break that that um, obsession. And another reason why I think weighing yourself every day is really important is because we can like we can get bloating, we can get all sorts of things that make us feel a bit funny. And so having that extra data of knowing and like if you're just going on by how your body feels, some days like I feel really bloated and I could be thinking like, oh my goodness, I'm getting all this weight. But because I weigh myself every day, I know exactly where I'm at. And so I don't ever like stress about it or um, obsess about it because I know where I'm like, I know where the number is. So how do we want to go? Um, how do we want to go about doing this? So the like, we really want to approach it with 
curiosity. So we want to treat it as an experiment and approach it with this curious mindset. Like I wonder what it's going to be today. Like the other night I um, had like too much ice cream. I woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, Ugh. but my thought when I was weighing myself the next day was, gee, I wonder what it's going to be today. <laughs> like how much is it going to be up by? And like I was having a bit of a joke with myself. It wasn't this like serious like thing I was dreading. I was really curious, like genuinely like, hmm, I wonder what it's like, what, what's the damage going to be? So when I treat it as an experiment and bring that playfulness to it, like it doesn't have to be serious and it doesn't have to be life or death, right? It can be fun. It can be like it's all about your thoughts and the way you're approaching it. So we want to do it first thing in the morning. So if you forget for some reason and you have breakfast, don't go away yourself after that. Like you need to keep it as consistent as possible. So first thing in the morning, wearing the same thing or wearing nothing, like whatever. Um, and you, I think it's really important to graph your results um, because um, if you like, because because of the fluctuations, it can be hard to see. So when you actually have a an app that graphs for you you can see trends and it just helps with the visuals um, and the other thing is you want to be prepared for the thoughts and feelings that are going to come up when you weigh yourself and so the number on this scale is just information so you want to like when the thoughts come up if you're having like if the thoughts come up that are like judgmental or these thoughts of like I'm not making progress this isn't working you want to just notice those thoughts and coach yourself on on in those moments and remind yourself that yes like like and yeah I guess the the thing is like being careful what you make the data mean so um so yeah like it's like if you if you make it mean if you make this fluctuation mean that it's not working and I'm not ever going it's never never going to I'm never going to get there like that's going to feel really hard whereas if you make it mean huh okay this is up higher than I expected there's just something here for me to learn then you can approach it with that curiosity and figure out okay what was it that I learned and what 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 and so it's like what some, what could I learn or knowing this what do I want to do different do what do I want to do differently today and just take it one day at a time rather than freaking out about the whole the rest of your you know future and so yeah like it's like bringing it back to this moment and just asking yourself so that morning on Sunday morning after my big ice cream overeating <laughs> session like my thought was okay so I was like okay this is this is where it this is where it's at. It was about where I thought it would be, and then I was like, okay, so what do I want to learn from this? And I was like, you know what? I didn't even really enjoy half of that ice cream, and so what I wanted to do differently is actually because I normally have ice cream on Saturday and Sunday nights. So I actually said, no, I am going to have my ice cream tonight still, and I'm going to serve myself a smaller scoop, and I'm going to really focus on eating it intentionally and tuning in. And when I feel that I've had enough I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there and so I did I served myself that small scoop I um, ate it I enjoyed it it was like salted caramel it was delicious but I was like after about halfway through the small scoop I was like you know what I know what this tastes like that's enough <laughs> and I was thinking about this girl the next morning and so it was like I actually gave it to like the boys I didn't have any problems getting rid of the um the rest my last half scoop and so that like, like so then like I felt really good about that and then of course the next day this girl was back down a bit and like I had the ice cream and I, I learned an important lesson about how quality like and this is a lesson I've learned before that, that, that the quality of my eating experience is way more important than than how much I'm eating and that it's way more important to tune in and enjoy so that I feel that satisfaction um so yeah like so that's what we want to do is like just treat it as an experiment and bring the curiosity and ask yourself, okay, this has happened. What do I want to do differently? And so let's talk about now, and I'll, I'll paste this in the chat, but there's also in circle in the resources section, there's a, um, if you, and I'll post this with the, the, with the notes as well, but there's like a list of things that cause weight to fluctuate up and things that cause weight to fluctuate down. So um, the things that cause weight to fluctuate up are eating more than enough. <laughs> so eating more than your body needs, eating more than your body needs and eating more than your body needs. Like that really at the end of the day, that's the main thing. And so certainly like when my, when I had that ice cream, that was way more than my body needed. So of course the weight was up the next day. And um, like Marisa, for your example, maybe like 
you know, if you think about what you had through the whole day, maybe like have that cheeseburger and fries and the apple, like that was that was more than your body needed. So maybe that was what caused that to to be up the next day. Um, but but maybe there was some you know water retention things going on as well, particularly. And if there was a lot of salt on the fries, salt can impact pack things as well. Then number four is grazing. So that's when you're just eating randomly throughout the day and that can definitely cause your weight to be up higher because when we eat a lot of little, if we're grazing randomly throughout the day, we can actually eat a lot of food without ever actually feeling that really full feeling because it's like just little bits all the time. So, um, so yeah, grazing and often for me if my weight's higher than I expected and I get a bit of a surprise when I think back to the previous day it'll be like oh yeah that's right I was in the kitchen all afternoon picking at this and that and oh yeah like of course when I think back I'm like at first I was, I'll be shocked and then when I think back I'll like oh yeah of course and then it's like so my, just oh, this is just a reminder that when I do all that those little like grazing nibbling things like it adds up Number five on things that cause weight to fluctuate up is constipation. So as I mentioned before, like when like like you're when it's that all that slows down, you're just absorbing way more from the food. And plus you also then have the physical weight of the stools in your body. So that's um if you're having a lot of salt, that can cause um um Lizzie's asked what does feeling of feeling of I've eaten enough feel like? Um, we're going to talk about that in um, a future lesson, Lizzie. Lizzie, so just stay tuned for that because it's actually we've only got a couple of minutes, and it's a big it's a big topic. So just know that we're going to get to that. That and we're going to that's a whole skill that we're going to be working on together. We're going to do a challenge on learning to tune into our bodies and feel satisfied. Um, so yeah, I won't. I don't have time to answer that now. But great question, Lizzie. Um, Next, so salt causes water retention, which causes our weight to fluctuate up. So if you're having like, you know, a lot of soy sauce does it for me, like it'll, like even if I don't eat a lot of food, at the, like it'll cause my weight to be up higher. High-carb foods as well. Um, so if you are used to eating not super high-carb and then you have um, a lot of a lot of carbs that that causes your weight to fluctuate up higher because when you're storing the carbohydrate you're storing um water with for this four four grams of water gets stored with every gram of carbohydrate um heavy weight sessions can can also cause water retention and then there can also be like hormonal stuff so pre-period um often people will find that their weight's higher because of, and that's due to water retention which goes back and then things that will cause the weight to fluctuate down. So it's just the opposite. So when you listen to your body and you eat the right amount of food for your body, that's the number one thing. Um, when you have proper meals, so when you're having, you know, rather than gra grazing, if you stop and have meals, that tends to help your weight fluctuate down because it's easier to listen to your body then. Diarrhea, of course, not we don't want that, but yeah, that can cause it to fluctuate down. Eating high protein can help the weight fluctuate down. Um, dehydration not necessarily good can help weight go down and then alcohol so what you'll often find is if you've had alcohol a lot of alcohol you'll be surprised that the weight will be lower than you would have thought um, the next day and that's because alcohol is very dehydrating so those things are in circle but what I would encourage you to do is if you have a situation where you weigh yourself and you're like um you know, was, you get a result that you weren't expecting and you want some help to like decode it, figure out what was going, what would happened. Like just post in the group or, or turn up to a call and, and know, let me know because we can work through it together. And there are other factors that play into this, like sleep, activity levels, stress, insulin resistance. Um, but these tend to um, Im impact the, like the longer trend because they influence our appetite. So it's they don't necessarily impact the, the daily fluctuations. And um, I was going to share a chart with you guys. I might just, actually, we might just go over a little bit. So if you do need to jump off um, uh, on the hour, do. And I'm just going to do a quick screen share. Actually, I'll open this up. Um, oh, hang on, what am I sharing? Oh my goodness. Who knows what I'm sharing? Stop share. Um, let's try that again. Uh, uh, uh. 
I think I was sharing my calendar. Okay, yeah, there we go. Five bucks. So this was from Veronica, who is part of the group. Oh, she's still part of the um, graduates group. Um, but this is her chart. You can see over time, like you get all these dots. It's like, and this is exactly what happens. It's like goes up and down and up and down. Um, but then like there's periods where like that looked like it, she was like stable for like a month. And, but then it, it, it started going down again. So but this is normal, like that you're going to have these, you know, it's not going to be like, you just start weighing yourself and it just goes down, down, down. Like you're going to have these fluctuations and that's exactly like that's, that's normal. So how, oh yeah. And so in terms of like technology and stuff like that, there's an app called Happy Scales that um, a lot of people in the group have used that's, that's helpful. So you might like to grab that app or um, I actually have a scale, a Fitbit scale that's like you can get scales that are connected to the internet. So it just acts automatically um, after it weighs you, it logs you, it enters the data itself. So that can be helpful. Um, I'm a bit annoyed with myself for getting rushed at the end here. But, um, yeah, we really want to just, like, I guess the key takeaway is that this is something we're doing for us. It's, it's to help us learn and that the more you do it, the, the, the more you'll like kind of um, you, you'll learn and you just, we want to do it with curiosity. Like it's not, if you feel like swaying yourself, if there's dread to it or there's um, that it's like the thoughts that you have around it are mean and like beating you, like giving you, like making you feel awful, then we like, we want to change that. Like, because that those thoughts are optional and it really can be a, a like this can be a really helpful tool um yeah so like just just tune into the thoughts and um and and we will just bring that those curious there's some curious questions which I'll post that can be really helpful so like just the things that I asked myself was like was I grazingly or random, randomly snacking or picking when I was cooking like that's one thing I think about um did I listen to my body? Like, or was I feeling like, did I like, you know, just eat everything on my plate on autopilot? Um, I check in with like a, my digestive health was like, how's, how's that going? Um, and then also I look at like, did I have a lot of carbs, salt, alcohol, not enough protein? Um, and then I also ask myself, you know, what do I want to do differently or next time I'm in that situation based on what I know now and just like what and basically it's like just asking yourself like what can I learn from this so so that's weighing ourselves every day so how's everyone feeling about this I know Judith you you've got dodgy scales so you're not you're you, you're comfortable with not weighing yourself for now um I have a horrible relationship with scales so mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm dreading it you're dreading it yeah yeah, I'm really, really dreading it. It can just throw everything for me. Yeah, great, great, great. Okay, but for now, you're not going to weigh yourself. You're going to wait, yeah? Uh, I don't know because I'll always find a, a reason not to. I will see in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually think, like, let's be intentional. I think, like, let's, for the next, for you, if you've got that that history, Let's like leave it for like a few weeks and then revisit before you decide that you like to start weighing yourself. Particularly if you're like if you're you feel like the 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 scale that you have isn't super reliable, and that's for everyone. If you feel like your the tool the scale that you have is dodgy, then don't don't use it. And I would encourage you to get a new set of scales because if you don't feel confidence in your tools then that's going to be throw another like bit of mind drama in there and complicate complicate things. So. Do you have a recommendation for a good one? Because um, do you have a recommendation for a good scale? I use the um the Fitbit Aria scale, which I like because it's connected to the internet. But pretty much I think you get what you pay for with scales. Like they're um yeah, they're, they're pretty most 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 modern ones are pretty good but the, having them that connect to the internet it's very convenient because then you don't have to log any data so yeah so how actually so how are you feeling Judith like because you 
about this idea of um, treats and um, yeah, just I don't I don't even want to don't coach. That was, that was helpful. What you when you talked about it before? I don't need to. Yeah, are you cool to take that on? Like, yeah. this, so focus this week on that thought that I'm just going to plan something to anticipate something delicious today. Um, yes, I just have to remind myself that it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be a trigger, sort of. Yeah. It's like a gateway, a treat. Yeah. So, Amazing. Anyway, but yeah, I'm good. So. You're good. Okay. Okay. Well, we might wrap up there unless is any is anyone feeling is everyone feeling okay about weighing yourself or is anyone freaking out? Mitra's nodding. Marisa, see you've already got that that habit under control, so you're like, see, I'm on I'm on track. Yeah. No, everyone everyone's good with the weighing. Lizzie, Daisy, Jill, Tracy, Deb, heard from you. Very good, says Jill. Okay, great. So. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Lizzie's got a thumbs up. Um, so your home play this week is to keep going with that enjoyment. So we're laying these habits on. We, we're going to keep going with that thought. There's no rush. We're going to put our cutlery down and plan something delicious every day. And then the new habit that we're adding in this week is, is tracking. And so weigh, starting to weigh ourselves every day. And the thought that I want that goes with this is this thought around acceptance it's like I weigh xxx and it's okay and I accept myself with curiosity so that's when you before you weigh yourself I want you to like just remind yourself that I'm just doing this to learn and I'm an amazing person regardless of what this number is and bring that curiosity into it um, oh, yeah, and, of course, as always, every week, the uh, the only thing I'm expecting from you guys is to post in your tiny win or your tiny lesson or ask for coaching in the group. So have a beautiful week, everyone. Like this is the beginning of something really fun. <laughs> um, and great coaching today, Marie. So thank you for, 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 for volunteering for that. Okay, so, and, yeah, post in the group if you, if you need help. Oh, and just a reminder that our call next week, I'm travelling, so... There's only one call next week and it's actually on Thursday slash Friday. So, um, Anitra, the app is Happy Scales is that app that most people have, that, that a couple of people have used that have said they've really liked it. I think there's a paid version, but they she said the free version, like, works just as well. So, um, yeah, take use, use that. Amazing. Okay, have a beautiful week, everyone. And, yeah, I'll see you on a different day next week. Okay, bye.